Mummy, I would like to hear Daniel the Flame talk about E3. I'm sorry there, Johnson, but he did not talk about E3. But Mummy, he always records himself watching E3. I know, Jonathan, but this year, this year I'm afraid he just did it. Mummy, what am I going to do? Without Daniel speaking about the different E3 showcases, I just won't know what games to get. I'm sorry, Jonathan. I'm afraid you're just going to have to go back to drinking bleach like you were before. Oh, Mummy, I'm tired of the bleach. Can we get the non-spill kind fabric softener? It goes down smoother, Mummy. <laughs> oh, Jonathan, anything your heart desires. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Fun with Flame. I'm your host, Daniel the Flame. And I want to talk about E3. Yes, I know it's over with. It's been a while since it's been over with. But honestly, I've been looking at other people talk about it and I've been getting mad. Because you look at different gaming outlets talk about E3 and they're blowing it up like if it was something great. I don't know if you know this, but E3 is one of the worst things that um, is happening to the gaming market, um, to the gaming culture, really. Uh, back in the day when internet wasn't such a big deal, yes, um, something like E3 Woods, um, you know, was great, you know, seeing these things being showcased, going on YouTube, looking at the different channels, talk about their different things. If you weren't able to go there, whatnot, getting hyped over games and things like that. But now you can fucking go to a YouTube, any YouTube channel that happens to do game trailers and you would get updates whenever a new game trailer drop, which is literally what E3 has become. It's just dropping game trailers with absolutely no type of gameplay or announcements of dates. And then you dumbass sitting there with your hands on your, with your thumbs up your asses as you're like, oh, I'm so hyped for this game. How long has it been since they shown that shit from, what is it, um, Good and Evil 2, where I had the monkey with a jetpack? Like, how long has it been since that game was showcased? I haven't even played the first one. I believe that was like a Xbox exclusive or something. I can't remember. But um, I didn't even play that. And I don't even think that game was that deep <laughs> to be... As um to to warrant the excessiveness of like uh the sequel to be as grand as it is, but you know, hey, more power to you if it's that much of a cult classic. Hey, more power to you, like I said. But um, that game was released a lot. Like they talked about that game coming out a long time ago, and they he haven't heard no hide nor hair of the shit ever since. And I believe yeah, it was um, Ubisoft, and. You have to wonder, why the fuck did they even bring it up if it's not even close to being done? But that's the essence of E3, because a lot of people look at E3 and they don't get it. This is not for gamers. E3 is for executives and for investors. That's all E3 is for now. Back in the day, like when you had G4 Tech TV and they would like showcase E3 um, on their own, like live on TV, um, one of the biggest faux pas they ever did was like they they commercial breaked a uh, Halo and it was like oh you poor bastard <laughs> that was so stupid but um it it was like back then like yeah you know again you're not exposed to that much gaming content so being told that games are coming out will be a big fucking deal but we've gotten to the point where essentially a game is announced. Or you'll go through the anthem bullshit where a game is talked about and announced and then people are hyped and they're excited for it. And the game hasn't even been fucking worked on. <laughs> it's a concept that wasn't even thought about. But then someone will do something stupid like showcase a little small trailer that was only supposed to be shown to just a small section of people who then is shown to the world. 
and it gets everyone hyped up for a game that just is impossible to make at the time because there's not enough time to even make it or they haven't even started on making it. And then they show a release date and all this bullshit, which then forces a studio, which is already being murdered and eaten from the inside out, um, to hurry up and make something that damn near just is impossible to do within the, within the confines that they're given. But that's what happened. <laughs> like that's literally what happened to Anthem. It's terrible, but that's what happened to Anthem. Um, and essentially it's one of the things where it's like, now we're getting to the point where gamers themselves are just having absolutely no type of self-control whatsoever in understanding these, these things. And it's like, how the fuck do you continue to keep falling for the same bullshit when you know, when it's like, you're, you're the ones who get the most upset about the bullshit, but you keep falling for it. Like how fucking stupid are you? You're, you're like a, a woman in a abusive relationship <laughs> and it's like the best way to end this relationship is if you leave this motherfucker hell it's not even a woman dudes do the same thing it's like leave this motherfucker and then you will not be in this abusive relationship but sometimes they good to me no they're not <laughs> you've taken one too many hits in the head and you recognize that this is the only type of love that you can get when it isn't you can get others so i personally stopped doing the live e3 showcase i um I was tempted to do it this year, but I decided against it, um, considering that normally every year, you know, I adamantly speak about how stupid it is when they showcase everything and whatnot. And it just really, because it boiled down to the fact of, you know, it's like, do I want to sit there and wait for like minutes on end of people just essentially showcasing things to investors and whatnot online? Uh, also, I had to work on like Sunday. Um, but it's like, do I want to waste time and look at these people just try to hype up and send things to investors or just watch the game trailers when they come out like I normally do before, like when E3 didn't even show last year because of Rona, you know, and it's like still game trailers still came out, still knew about the new games that were coming out. Um, still none of them are interesting enough for me to buy, but I understood what was coming out, what's out and what I might purchase later on. But that's about it. It. That, that's all that it needed. That's all that it. That's all that I needed. That's all that I should need. That's all that any gamer should need. That's why I hate the fact that people keep criticizing Sony not showing up to E3. Sony does not need to show up to E3. No one needs to show up to E3. EA doesn't even go to E3. EA is smart enough to have their own fucking showcase right around the corner from E3 when they used to have their when they used to have the convention. And people would go to that and they would do the exact same thing as if they was at E3. And there's nothing E3 could do about it. <laughs> like, they will talk about new games. They will have people come up to talk at the panels. And it's like right around the corner from E3. So anyone who's participating in E3 can just go to the EA um, little thing. It's like down the street at like an open lot or something like that. It's the same fucking thing. <laughs> it's like, but they're not having to pay E3 any type of money. Everything is just what EA wants to do to showcase that shit. They, they get the exact same thing. And then people still associate it with E3. They release it on the same day. Same time around and like and all that. So it's it's not something that anyone needs to do. I don't understand why Nintendo does it as well. I mean, Nintendo changed the game for E3 by essentially doing Nintendo Direct, which was just a, a quick, hard-hitting, like, 30-minute thing that showcased the different games, DLCs, and um, newer games and anything like that, or newer concepts that they're working on. Boom, bam, that bam, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. They move the fuck on. And it's like, yo, Nintendo has enough it is big enough to do this shit whenever the fuck they want. They do not need to wait for E3 in order for this to be a thing. Now, I get the fact that they make a lot of deals with their with um, other publishers now 
to where like you know you got the mario and the rabbits thing so it's like you probably want to highlight and showcase both of that or get as much publicity for that as you can and i understand that but at the same time i know for a fact nintendo don't need to go to e3 same reason why sony doesn't need to go to e3 i don't understand why they still allow square enix to go when they don't need to go to e3 if anything square enix would um fare better if they were to wait until like either the tokyo gaming show if that's still going on or for playstation to do their own thing like how the playstation does the um uh, um, what is it, the PlayStation, um, I'm about to say Let's Play, I can't remember what they call, the showcase, the PlayStation showcase, um, thing, I believe that, damn, I, I'm forgetting, I believe that's the name, um, and it's like, when they do that, and it's like, the Square Enix can showcase their games on that as well, they don't need to go to E3 to make their own thing, it's like, if anything, they have more than enough stuff to establish that when PlayStation does their own thing, then they just got more content for people to be hype about, that's it. That's it. But it's like Square Enix still keeps doing E3, and it's like motherfuckers, y'all wasting fucking money. Um, but ugh, <laughs> it's like really, really, really fucking dumb. So it it's gotten to a point now where essentially it's the same bullshit. Even after all this time and with Rona happening, I wanted E3 to be dead. I really did. I wanted it to be no longer a concept that even makes any sense. Hell, what was it? Um, in the, like the pre-show, fucking Kojima was up there talking about how, um, the the like the the lack of cells in his Death Stranding game, which is a boring fucking game, mind you. <laughs> and it was like, and it was a it was a bad game, boring game. Nobody wanted to play it. And then he was like, "Well, the bad so like it, essentially he like compared the bad sales to 9/11." <laughs> and it was like, "What?" And it was like, "Well, you know, since it was a since it was like one of the worst times in human history, that's why the game didn't sell well, considering the fact that the gaming industry had a boom during corona because multiple people were inside waiting for um like not doing anything and so they needed something to occupy their time and video games blew the fuck up but if your game did bad in a boom then you made a bad game <laughs> you dumb fuck <laughs> but kojima can't see that because unless it's metal gear solid he doesn't know what the fuck to do so terrible and then what, then they announced, like, they're releasing a Death Stranding director's cut. And I got so pissed when people even, like, decided to mention it. Like, it was, like, it mattered. This is a Death Stranding director's cut. The asshole had complete creative control over that game. The, it is the director's cut. <laughs> if you just said Death Stranding DLC, better. Did better. That's it. That's all you really need to say. That you're going to release it on PlayStation 5. Or like the, if you have a cop, you're going to release it on the new newer consoles. And then it has added dlc that you have to pay for for the lesser consoles that's it or you could do like with um final fantasy 7 did for um its little dlc stuff well it, the extra content that it made up it, it essentially only put it on the playstation 5 so if you have the four you can't get it and you know incentive to buy the playstation 5 to play that game but you know final fantasy 7 is already like it an it animated itself um so you know it got fucked um it's tragic that it happened, but it happened. Um, so, yeah, no, 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 no. This this year, much like every other year prior with E3, it was just bullshit after bullshit after bullshit, and it was really, really terrible. Hell, Ubisoft continuously does not bring up the um, that pirate game that they mentioned like years ago that essentially used the exact same um, ship program that they had on the um, Assassin's Creed Black Flag and other games prior that copied that mechanic 
And, you know, and you would wonder, I wondered, like, okay, you want to do pirate shit, but do we get to do, like, swashbuckling stuff? Are you going to have it to where you can board other boats and fight and whatnot? And I was like, well, if you want to introduce that, then you also got to use introduce fighting mechanics and whatnot. Well, it seems like this is just boats going around doing stuff. And the Sea of Thieves game actually has been cornering this whole little ship market, um, this pirate market, and then the fact that they partnered up with... Um, the Pirates of the Caribbean games and actually got Jack Sparrow in there. I was like, well, this game was clearly doing more than what Ubisoft even promised, and people wanted Ubisoft, and it just, it looked crisper. But what exactly could you possibly do in that game? It doesn't seem like it was going to be single player. It seemed like it was only going to be, um, you know, a live service type of game. And honestly, if it ain't got the, um, and it's like, if you really can't board ships and fight people, then you're not really doing pirate shit. You're just sailing a boat. And... I can get old real fast. <laughs> so, yeah, like, nah, fuck that. But, you know, it's like, you're continuously exposed to this shit every year. Every year, it's them bringing up games that seem exciting, showcasing trailers that don't show any type of gameplay, and then motherfuckers sit there and just, and, and like, you gotta hate gaming media. And it's like, people who report on games and whatnot, they're just... Some of, oh my god, some of those people are fair. Some of those people give worthwhile reviews. And some of those people are just shills that just that just cringily smile at every fucking thing that's put in front of them. And they sit there and go, "We're excited for this. I'm just I'm so excited to play this game. Can't wait till it comes out. Oh man, people are talking about it. Huh? It's all over Twitter. And it's like, motherfucker, speak the truth. This was only a trailer." I have no idea what this game is about. I don't even know how the game is going to play. They announced that it might do this or it might do that, but that doesn't fucking help because I don't even know what the hell the game is going to look like. I just seen a cutscene. <laughs> I've seen a movie cutscene. That's it. We have we have gone since the days of that being the only thing to establish or to allow a game to pass as something as interesting as oh i definitely got to get this if it's not a remake or a remaster of something you don't have a leg to stand on with that aspect if you show if you come to e3 and you're like oh the last thing that we want to show people to get them super excited about a game is a movie and it's like well what does this movie entail is it a sequel to another game or is it a pre-existing game that you're remastering or remaking no it's a brand new game well, how do you play the new game? Why the fuck should I be hyped about something that does not have game? And it was like, there, there is no game. And in the words of, um, what's his name? Lyle McDouchebag. No game, no hype. And it's like, those are words to live by when you look at new gaming shit or you listen to gaming media. And it's like, why are you people excited for something that you have not seen? You know, and it's like, did we not learn our lesson from Last of Us Part Two, which literally the trailers had scenes that aren't even in the game or they cut out characters specifically that um in and put them in a trailer to um, make you believe that this character was going to be in the game in order to change it up later on they were blatantly lying to you when they were promoting the game and then when you played the game you got to see the bullshittery firsthand and then you have stuff like anthem which again had a fucking movie for the reveal and then they sat there and went you'll be able to do this in the game and then when the game came out it was like you couldn't do any of that <laughs> it was like all of it was a lot it was like so but like how many motherfuckers was sat there jumping up and down screaming that anthem was coming out bioware is gonna do good again this is like motherfucking bioware got bought by ea and ea likes to eat whatever company they buy <laughs> like so what the fuck are you talking about oh my goodness it's just so much stupidity that is involved with 
video games right now and the the continuation of that stupidity is really annoying because people just keep falling for the same shit and you don't have to. E3 should have ended a after Corona. That should have been the nail in the coffin. But for so many people to seem as if they're just desperately hungry for this content, it, you do not understand that essentially the people who kept E3 alive were the publishers and the gaming journalists. That's it, because that's all the E3 is for now. That's why all that information just got hyped to and just brought up to a thousand when E3 came out. I mean, how many freaking game medias did you see just sat there and was like, oh man, E3's back, E3's back, E3 is back. And it was like when you saw it, it was like, yeah, it's the same bullshit that it had before it ended. Nothing has changed. This is the same bullshit that we got when they made the video game awards. Nothing has changed. This is all bullshit. <laughs> bullshit. But just the gaming media is the is the majority when it comes to the voice of the gamer. It's like they don't actually speak for most gamers. The proof is in the pudding. You can see that by game sales on exactly who buys what and who looks at what. But the gaming media has a bigger voice in terms of letting the world know how gamers feel about shit because gamers don't talk about shit <laughs> it's fucked up but this is true and so then you have the gaming journalists sit there and scream out that everyone's excited for e3 and so then people who don't know that that's not really the case believe that everyone is excited about e3 and so then people look at e3 and then they see the same shit but then they're like okay i guess that was okay it's it's okay. And they're like, oh my god, people are losing their fucking minds over E3. And so then you're gradually look into this and you're like, really? For what? <laughs> and it's like the gaming journalists just keep screaming that stuff out over and over and over again. They're losing their fucking mind. They're losing their fucking mind. Can you believe Kojima was in the beginning? <laughs> and it's like, no. No. That's not the case. But this is what is being showcased. You know, this is what you're seeing over and over and over and over again. And it's terrible. It really is terrible. And, you know, it's like eventually it will collapse in on itself because as soon as it gets to a point where gamers no longer care about the bullshit that comes from gaming journalists and then they only look towards the gaming publishers to give them quality content, stuff that they've been getting for years before they decide to cut corners, then... The shit is going to keep going, but eventually, like, we're coming to that, that point. We're get, reaching that peak. I can't wait until it happens. <laughs> that way, this shit will just stop. Because, um, I mean, like, long gone are the days where when you bought a game, you had the full fucking game. Like, now, hey, you can cut corners, you know? I mean, look look at the big deal with uh, Cyberpunk 2077. That game literally is, like, as big of a deal as that game tried to make itself out to be. It If it just held back... Um, a couple of years on actually talking about it itself coming out. CD Projekt Red just shut the fuck up. They would have been fine. Just held back on bringing up anything about the game for a couple of years, kind of dropping hints about what they're working on and whatnot. And even if they did announce it, just don't give a release date. You just you announce a game and you tell people, hey, this is this is a project that's gonna take a while. But trust me, when it comes out, you're gonna enjoy it. And then that's it. It's all you really have to fucking do. But that's not what they did, because they need investors, they need people to give them money, they need people to do pre-orders, they need to do all this bullshit, so then they make up more and more bullshit, 
Cyberpunk 2077 came out, they tried to outfit the game for the new for the newer consoles, which is one of the reasons that it got pushed back, which was so fucking obvious. It was disgusting. Like, we, we, as soon as they were like they were going to drop the next-gen consoles, I was like, they're going to do that to Cyberpunk. These games were designed for the 4 and um, the other Xbox, and I was like, they're announcing the 5 and the Xbox Series X, and I was like, they... I was like, people don't get it. I know games. And I was like, they're going to fuck this up now. Because they're going to be like, well, it has to go on the newer consoles because we need to sell the newer consoles. But, <laughs> and it's like, shut up. Do what I say. <laughs> because I'm your doctor. Do what I say. So, and then you saw that shit show. And like, even now, they just, after like a year, they put Cyberpunk on um, fucking the PlayStation Network and um, in order for you to buy it. And even still, they tell you, if you have a 4, don't do it. It still, it still isn't ready, or it still isn't a good game on the 4. Only if you have a PlayStation 5 or a 4 Pro do you, um, should you buy um, Cyberpunk. Like, would you even attempt? And even still, it has issues. Uh, apparently, like, the best version of it so far is the PC version. Um, I personally will only really get it on a console, but again... If I do get on a console, it'll be when I get a 5. But I'm not getting a 5 for a very long time because there's no fucking games on the 5 right now that are even remotely interesting. Hell, I look at um, fucking the PlayStation Access YouTube channel and seeing them gawk and gush over like the Ratchet and Clank game, I was looking at them and I was like, you know, these people are paid to make PlayStation seem amazing. And I was like, but I'm looking at this and I'm like, nothing. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm not a fan of Ratchet and Clank. That wasn't my jam. Jack and Dexter was my jam. Um, and even still, I was like, yeah, this looks like a cool game, but I'm not buying a brand new fucking console to get this fucking game. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> and I was like, so no, even if I do get the five, I don't even think I'm going to get the Ratchet and Clank game. I, I wouldn't need to. I'm not, I don't, I don't care, but you know, it's just. It it just is. It, it, it's a it's a horrible, horrible thing that continues to happen. I like I said, I, I was I was hoping that E three was over with. So then it just gets to the point where games essentially just challenge games, where you don't have to wait till one event of the year where basically people try to shove down your throat a whole bunch of dumb shit. And you have to pretend as if any of these things that you know aren't coming out will be interesting. Seeing a trailer for a game and not seeing any gameplay will make anybody go, yeah, this is stupid. You know, it'll make anybody go, well, exactly what should I be hyped for? But when you have the opposition screaming in your ear, isn't this exciting, people? Aren't you excited? Don't you just love this? Don't you just love it? And then you, you like, I mean, there's bound to be some people that's like, yeah, no, this is cool. Yeah, yeah, no, this, this is great. But it's like, this is the same shit that's been happening over and over and over again within this con within this media. So why is it that people continue to keep falling for it? And I believe that E3 perpetuates that mindset and it keeps people trapped in that mentality. And it's really fucked up and it's really fucking stupid. But now it's at a point where, you know, where... Once upon a time, it used to work on me. I used to be excited for E3, but then, you know, I just got fed up with looking at it, got, well, like, sitting there looking through all the showcases and just seeing 
developers speak about a game or a game that doesn't even have any gameplay or people coming out on stage to talk about shit when they're not even that really articulate because for some reason it's like, hey, let's get the developer out here to talk about a game in front of a bunch of people. This nerd doesn't know how to speak publicly. That's why he's a nerd. <laughs> get him out of here. <laughs> <laughs> it's like what the hell's wrong with you and he's speaking about a game that just seems uninteresting and then the entire showcase only had three reveals of a game and then they spent 45 minutes talking about another game that i just could not care about and i'm i was sick of it and now essentially the only thing the like the only showcase i looked at was um the fucking nintendo showcase um i looked at the nintendo direct i didn't watch all of it you know i skipped through it because i don't I don't even, like, I'm contemplating getting the Switch, but it's not a big deal. Um, and uh, even still, it was like, and then I looked at some of the Ubisoft stuff um, just to see, like, anything that they had coming out. And they they had nothing that was fucking interesting to me. And, uh, oh, and the Square Enix show, um, uh, conference. I like the Square Enix conference because I like Square Enix. But Square Enix likes to just show movies rather than make games. And so... It's really hard to love them. <laughs> it's really hard to love them. They they ruined uh, Kingdom Hearts, so it's really hard to try and love them. <laughs> oh, man, it's like you got to force yourself to be in a relationship with them. But it's like they, they ruined Kingdom Hearts. And then Final Fantasy uh, 16 is going to be an overly drawn melodrama piece of shit. And I don't want to play that. <laughs> like, I really don't. You gotta protect this little boy who's all powerful. Oh my god, why? <laughs> because that's what we're doing. Duh. Uh, like was it? Then they give like the um the crystal uh, um like the crystal upgrade system that was like really the one of the dumber parts of Final Fantasy 13. They put that on Final Fantasy 7. Uh Jesus Christ. <laughs> but it, it's just, I'm, I'm fed up with it. I honestly believe that people should stop looking at E3. You really don't need to. Um, looking at the, like, having the publishers make their own thing that they announce or they release when, during certain times, and it's like, you know, you just go to your specific YouTube channel, tweet about it or whatnot, and just let people know, like, hey, and in a few weeks, or like, uh, hey, next week, we're going to have a showcase about brand new games and whatnot. Gaming journalism will immediately jump onto it. So you ain't got to worry about people getting the word out of it. They would immediately jump onto it because that's their thing. That's what they always fucking do. And then in still, you no longer have to adhere to the rules of E3, nor do you got to put up with bullshit. You can show a game trailer and be fine rather than show a game trailer, have people spend 14 minutes talking about said game, or have awkward developers doing awkward dumb shit like you did in the past. You don't need that stuff anymore. Show trailers, show a little bit of gameplay, that's all you need to do, and then you go about your fucking business, and then watch the money come rolling in. Set up a thing where people can do pre-orders, set up, a, you know, if you want to, whatever. I personally believe pre-orders is like one of the dumbest fucking things you could possibly do to a video game, considering how many games have faltered in the past of actually falling to the wayside of being something that people pre-order and they turn out to be shit. Look at Anthem. Um, look at Cyberpunk 2077. So... I, I personally don't agree to that, but essentially I understand that companies make money. Game is, you know, gaming is first and foremost, it, it, it's a business. So yeah, like sending up pre-orders because dumbasses will pre-order shit. Go ahead. 
hell, most gaming journalists buy a bulk of video games, and it's like, those motherfuckers sometimes get free fucking copies, or they get sent free shit in order to talk about stuff. Really dumb stuff. (laughs) Like, really dumb shit. But, um, yeah, I no longer see the appeal of E3, and I wish people would stop indulging in it. It's... It's now just ridiculous. Hell, what wasn't wasn't one of the showcases like a fucking um, computer company just showing different aspects of a computer? It's like a brand new monitor, keyboard, and mouse pad and shit like that, and a mouse. I mean, <laughs> and then it was like, what the fuck? And then they even had like a weird mask that had like almost like a a fan attached to it. Really fucking weird shit. <laughs> and then it was like, why is this an E three? And it's like because they paid E three to be here, and then E three is going to show this. And it's like. Why though? <laughs> it's like because that's what E three does. It is poison. Uh, but that's all I wanted to talk about on E three. What did I feel about in the game? Like I said, ain't nothing shown up that made me excited for anything. So I don't care. Um, there has been anything. If anything, uh, if I would kind of want to get a switch so I can play some of the Pokemon games that's coming out. But whatever. <laughs> it's like I'm, I'm not a I'm not an eight year old kid or a thirteen year old little boy, so I'm good. <laughs> it's like I can play Pokemon. I would like to, but I don't have to. So I'm okay. Yeah, <laughs> I'm okay. Uh, and that's the end of that. So thank you everybody for listening. Um, again, if you want to hear more of my content, just go to Anchor.fm slash Daniel the Flame. This has been Fun With Flame. I've been your host, Daniel the Flame, and as always, good people. I hope you had fun. Now go out and play a video game that you actually like, or buy a video game that you can see gameplay of. Or before you buy a game, look at gameplay, because that's what I do now. I look at gameplay, and I make sure that this is something that I would be willing to waste my time on, because I... I just ain't I, ain't, I just ain't buying, randomly buying video games no more. I can't I can't afford to. This shit is expensive. You know they want to raise the price up to seventy dollars because they're fucking stupid. What was it? Battlefield? Yeah, the game doesn't even have a single player. But oh, big map and so many people can get on it. And we're just gonna raise the price to seventy dollars, and, and motherfuckers are gonna buy it. And it's like, are you crazy? <laughs> stupid shit like that. Okay, goodbye.